It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hey, hello. God bless you. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm John Malk, partner and attorney at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to MalkBaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or call us at 312-726-1243. Are you a believer? Do you want to see the kingdom advance? Do you care about religious liberty? Would you like to have a, a part in protecting religious liberty and advancing re religious liberty. Well, today's guest is going to give us some thoughts and help and challenge. We'll be speaking with Ray Hackey, an attorney at the Pacific Justice Institute, nonprofit legal defense organization specializing in the defense of religious freedom, parental rights, other civil liberties. Prior to becoming an attorney, Ray was an award-winning sports writer but felt compelled to switch careers when he saw that religious liberty was under attack. Brother Ray, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. Ray, uh, I told our listeners that you were going to tell us about how they can be involved. Tell us what Pacific Justice Institute is, and for many of our listeners, they've heard about Alliance Defending Freedom or Malkin Baker. How, do, how does... Pacific Justice Institute fit in, and how does it compare with these other groups? Well, the Pacific Justice Institute is a nonprofit organization devoted to defending religious liberty and parental rights. Uh, where our headquarters is in Sacramento, California, but uh, we, uh, starting in 2018, we expanded. We now have offices in Oregon. That's where I am. Uh, Seattle, Washington, um, Nevada, Colorado. Uh, we also have offices in Southern California. Um, but basically, uh, there are a lot of organizations out there that, you know, kind of, you know, cherry pick high profile cases. PJI handles cases that are uh, not as necessarily glamorous. You know, uh, we'll, we'll handle like church property tax right cases. Uh, we'll uh, tackle religious land use cases. Uh, you know, a lot of these cases are the ones that don't necessarily grab the headlines, but they're every bit as vital to protecting religious liberty. Yes, and 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 for the benefit of our listeners, there's a multitude of organizations out there that are that are battling to advance and defend our rights. Uh, I, I mentioned Malcolm Baker, but there's the Beckett Fund, there's the Center for Public Justice, Christian Legal Society. Uh, I won't, won't go through all of them. Uh, they're, they're listed in uh, Jesus in the Courtroom, the book uh, I've written through Moody Press and is available there. It's an important resource because I, I feel every believer who's part of the battle, and that should be every believer, to build the kingdom of God should adopt a Pacific Justice Institute or one of these organizations and, and, and support them. Uh, not just financially, but uh, read their newsletters so you can pray intelligently and uh, send cases to Pacific Justice Institute. If somebody has 
a, a gripe or they feel the transcendental meditation is being taught in their schools or, or some other uh, legal problem that involves their religious liberty. Can they just call Pacific Justice Institute or send you an email? How does that work? Well, they can either visit our website, uh, pacificjustice.org. Uh, they can, uh, you know, send a help request through the uh, website. There's There should be instructions on the webpage to, uh, on how to do that. Uh, that's, we ha- that's how we get a lot of our cases. Uh, they can also call PJI directly. Uh, you know, we'll happily uh, give them advice over the phone. Um, we do have, uh, I think the best thing we can do uh, is to, you know, go through our Sacramento office initially, um, but uh, especially if they're not in one of the states where we have an office. Uh, but, you know, if you're in California, if you're in uh, Oregon, Washington, Nevada, or Colorado, um, we, we should have local phone numbers for those states. Yeah, and I, and I might add that, uh, praise God, these Christian uh, religious liberty organizations, law firms, and and legal institutes do coordinate. So we, we got a call uh, from uh, an organization in Texas that had gone uh, through Lance Defending Freedom in Arizona, and they sent a young woman to us who was being forced to have an abortion. And uh, we, we got that referral within 24 hours, and we were able to uh, to stop that and to save the baby's life. And uh, we just give praise when God's oh, praise God people, for that. when God's people can coordinate with each other. And, and frankly, I don't think there's a lot of rivalry. There's always some rivalry, but uh, for the most part, uh, everybody wants to work for the kingdom, and we're all working working for God. And that's what we want to encourage uh, uh, people to do. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm John Mauk, partner of the law firm of Mauk and Baker. And if you want to hear this episode or other Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, where you can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today we're talking with Ray Hackey, an attorney at the Pacific Justice Institute. Now, Ray, you, I think you mentioned that you have a newsletter, too? Yes. Uh, you know, if you go to our website, uh, you can subscribe to it. I believe it's free of charge. Uh, it'll be um, – they can uh, – the organization will send you a copy of the newsletter, keep you updated on our cases. Uh you know, whether they're in California or elsewhere, I've got several on my plate in Oregon. Um, so basically, so this way you know what we're up to. You can pray for uh, not only for our efforts, but for our clients. And uh, you can pray for, uh, and you can see how uh, you can contribute either um, by helping us out financially uh, through donations uh, or, uh, you know, if there's any any way you can be a resource or just some way there are multiple different ways that you can contribute. So, uh, yeah, if you, so if you want to uh, subscribe to our newsletter, you can do so through our website. Yeah, I, I, amen. And I, and I want to say this to, to folks who are listening who might say, oh, should I take on one more responsibility? And, and the answer is a qualified yes. You don't have to support every Christian legal organization. You don't have to support every church. You don't have to support every charity. Pick out one 
adopt one. I say adopt uh, a PJI, and then you can get their newsletter. You don't have to get everybody's newsletter. Uh, but if we all come together and and organize and support each other and be filled with the Holy Spirit to let the Holy Spirit carry you through this, then it's a lot of fun, and it's a joy to see that uh, you're part of the battle. You may not be on the on the front lines like like Ray is, but uh, uh, it's every bit as important to have that prayer support and financial support of uh, of people out there. And you don't have to live in California to support PJI. Am I am I right about that, Ray? You are absolutely correct about that. You don't have to live in California. Uh, although California is like one of the places, uh, you know, where we're definitely on the front lines. You know, there's a huge battle for religious liberty there. So, uh, and um, it, it's really under fire there. In fact, it, that, that's true of the whole West Coast. That's why we uh, opened offices in Oregon and uh, Washington back in 2018. Amen. I want our listeners to understand when you say front lines, if you don't stop something that uh, Satan has cooked up in California, uh, it'll come to Illinois, it'll come to Massachusetts, and then they try and push it through uh, the rest of the states. But uh, it's it's better to engage the enemy right there. Uh, what what kind of cases are you are you seeing right now? You want to tell us about any of these parental rights? battles well um parental rights battles uh i think there there's one going on uh we're not necessarily involved in it but a, a good friend of mine a good colleague uh named uh, herb gray is involved in it it involves a transgender student uh in the dallas independent school district uh, dallas is a small town you know just west of salem where i live uh and basically uh part of the issue there is that the school didn't tell the parents. The parents are suing the school district in part because, you know, they were never given an opportunity to find out that their child was transgender and and find a way to deal with this. And, you know, I think there's a really big push, especially from LGBT organizations, to preserve uh, students' privacy uh, just because, you know, there are some students who are afraid to, you know, in their uh, language, come out to their parents. Uh, they're afraid of the repercussions, you know, maybe being kicked out, thrown out on the streets, that sort of thing. And some of that's understandable. Yeah, and, and, and that's, uh, that's one side of the coin. But it's not just about parental rights. We had a, we had a decision here by the Illinois Supreme Court uh, that was unanimous a couple of years ago upholding uh, parental notification in the event of abortions where, where minors were involved. And we had fought and other groups had fought for parental rights to say, uh, my daughter's having an abortion. You need to, uh, you need to notify me, but by switching strategies and saying, this is a right of the young woman to be notified, to make an intelligent uh, decision. We won the case. We'll be right back. Uh, we'll be talking with Ray Hackey of the Pacific Justice Institute further about parental rights and how we can help and how we can bring people to know Jesus. I'm John Malk, and this is Lawyers for Jesus.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm John Malkin, attorney at Malkin Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals across the country with their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio and hear this or other other podcasts. Today we're talking with Ray Hackey, an attorney at the Pacific Justice Institute. And Ray, before the break, I was I was telling you about a switch in legal strategy that was very beneficial in saving really hundreds hundreds of lives. That is, uh, we had in Illinois and a a parental rights to notification if a child was going to have an abortion, if a uh, if a minor uh, young lady was getting an abortion, uh, her parents had to be notified. And that was held up in the courts uh, for about 15 years of litigation, back and forth, and and federal court and state court, and up and down the appeal process by uh, pro-choice people who who didn't like that. But we finally got that law approved, not by uh, asserting parental rights to notification, but the Illinois Supreme Court unanimously, four Democrats, miraculously, and three Republicans, ruled that these young women had a right to make an informed decision, and because they were immature and lacked life experience, it was to their benefit that they be notified, uh, and somebody who cared about them, a parent or guardian, uh, would be able to give them counsel before they uh, took a step of having an abortion that they might regret for the rest of their lives. And so we, mm. we praise God, and, and, and I mention that because there's this big question. you got parental rights, and you got the best interest of the child rights. And you were talking about a transgender child uh, who wants privacy. But what about the right of the child to get parental uh, a parental love and support and knowledge rather than having uh, perhaps an agenda uh, loaded uh, school district uh, saying what's there right well uh, there's a US Supreme Court case out of Oregon called Pierce B Society of Sisters it was decided in the 1920s and basically in that case the, the Supreme Court held that no legislation should and I quote, unreasonably interfere with the liberty of parents and guardians uh, to direct the upbringing and education of children under their control. And, you know, that actually ties in with the biblical command set forth in uh, Proverbs 22.6, which says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he is not depart from it. You know, parents are the primary teachers, they're the primary caregivers, they're the ones who, uh, you know, impart values and impart, you know, right and wrong and and, you know that's their whole that's their whole job it's to give children guidance and the state really should not interfere with that unless there's you know something really really egregious going on and and that supreme court decision i'm not familiar with that particular one uh was that based on a specific uh provision of the bill of rights or the constitution well it had to do with uh children going to public school versus private school and basically uh the supreme court upheld the right of parents to send their kids to a religious private school rather than a public school 
Now, I know that there are uh, people who are extremely hostile uh, on the left uh, toward, um, you know, religious teaching and religious upbringing and that sort of thing. And um, But the fact of the matter is the law still protects parents' rights to, you know, tr- you know, to quote Proverbs, train up their children the way they should go. And, and uh, this transgender uh, case, where is that going then? Uh, well, right now it's before the Ninth Circuit. Uh, it, it's being appealed, and uh, hopefully the Ninth Circuit, which has undergone some changes uh, thanks to President Donald Trump, uh, you know, it, it's no longer known as the Nutty Ninth uh, it, because it has some more conservative judges now. Uh, so hopefully uh, they will reverse the horrendous decision that the um, federal court for the District of Oregon handed down. And, and that decision said what? That decision basically said that uh, transgender rights uh, trump all the rights of uh, any other student, uh, you know, who, you know, so this is, a, I think, a, a, a female, biological female who, who calls herself a boy. And, you know, so uh, her, she has the right to use boys' bathrooms and boys' locker rooms and that sort of thing. And, you know, there are all sorts of issues concerning, you know, embarrassment and privacy and uh, uh, just, um, you know, boys are, you know, you know, in a partial state of undress may, uh, you know, expose themselves in uh, her direction. I say her because she is a female and I refuse to, uh, uh, kowtow to the LGBT <laughs> lobby on that and use that pronoun, uh, use her prefer- preferred pronoun. Uh, so, I mean, there are also, it causes anguish, it causes fear, it causes, um, you know, it, it just creates a tremendous amount of discomfort yeah. because somebody's in a place where she should not be. And basically, and basically they said, well, the court, uh, Judge Marco Ace Hernandez said, well, you know, nothing that they feel compares to what um, this person goes through as a trans- transgender person. And wow. so basically the rights of one tiny minority trump the rights of the many, which is yes. absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and there's 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 a lot of deception among people, and that includes uh, federal judges. Uh, you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm John Malcolm Malcolm Baker, and we're talking with Ray Hackey, attorney at the Pacific Justice Institute, about a particularly egregious case that has gone on appeal to the Ninth Circuit uh, Federal Court of Appeals. And and Ray, one thing uh, that you mentioned, you you hope that the changing composition of the court will bring some rationality and some common sense uh, to the court so they're not issuing these uh, sweeping uh, societal uh, changing and unfair, really unholy decisions. But... Uh, the the larger picture is we've got to elect people who care about the courts and judicial uh, following of the Constitution and honoring of uh, decisions like the one you mentioned in the 1920s. That that requires political activism. Uh, we we need legal activism, and we need. Uh, spiritual activism in, in, in praying and all these things. It's not a, it's not a, let's get the Supreme court changed and everything will be okay. We need to change ourselves and be transformed by involvement. Absolutely. Are there other cases that you're working on there at the Pacific justice Institute that might encourage our, our folks here in prayer and in the battle? 
if you're talking about cases current uh, before the courts, uh, I am not sure of any off the top of my head. One thing I can say that we are doing is that we are going to different, you know, uh, uh, school board meetings, you know, where they're talking about sex ed, and, and this isn't your garden variety sex ed, you know, where we're just talking about the science of uh, reproduction and that sort of thing, uh, the biology involved, you know, with, you know, children going through puberty, things of that nature. Um, you know, th these are, uh, you know, extremely graphic, you know, where children are actually getting instruction on how to perform certain sexual acts. They're actually being exposed to um, things that, you know, many people might consider pornography. Uh, you know, we're talking, um, you know, basically, you know, X-rated content being delivered to an audience that is PG-13 and even younger. Uh, and, uh, you know, and one thing I'll point out is that, you know, the uh, Motion Pictures uh, Association of America, the, the PG stands for parental guidance. Uh, and so basically, you know, the, the Motion Picture Association, they recognize that it's on the parents to basically make decisions that are, you know, concerning what is appropriate for their kids. And school, di and school boards, school districts, unfortunately, have far too much discretion and they're abusing it. And so basically, you know, uh, we've gone with some success to different school board meetings and uh, convinced the school boards not to adopt certain sex ed curricula. Um, you know, I can't say we've always been successful, but we've, we, but we're uh, grateful for the victories that we've gotten. Yeah, and I would yeah. suggest this for parents because we we often get the uh, similar calls. Ray is talk to other parents. There's there's strength in unity. There's strength in numbers, uh, where you can encourage uh, other parents to join in a committee. You can share the, the cost of litigation or the cost of investigation. Uh, you can pray together. You can you can build the kingdom. Uh, all of these um, methods of coordination uh, can can help, mm -hmm. and that's uh, when you've come together. It helps a legal organization uh, so much to know that there's a whole bunch of uh, people working together. Ray, thank you for speaking with us today. How can people learn more about Pacific Justice Institute? Well, they can come to PJI's website, which, once again, is pacificjustice.org. Uh, it'll say a lot about, you know, who our attorneys are, uh, what are the cases that we're working on, the, the types of cases that we handle. Uh, you know, uh, one thing I will say, too, is that we offer uh, a brochure um, for people, you know, to, to understand what they do, what, what options they have when it comes to parental rights, specifically in the school setting. Uh, so, you know, if they want to get a copy of that brochure, visit our website, pacificjustice.org. Ray, thank you for speaking with us today. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Our, on our website, you'll find our Lawyers for Jesus podcast. You can listen to this. You can uh, pass it along to others and also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter. Thanks for listening. I'm John Malk, attorney at Malk and Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. You're going to have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're going to have to serve somebody.